This is Mom Goals. With world-class professional soccer player, Allie Long. Today's guest is Kat Zingano, a mixed martial artist currently signed to Bellator MMA and competing in the women's featherweight division. Kat was also the first mom to compete in the UFC and first woman to win a UFC fight by technical knockout. She's the mother of a teenage son. Here's my chat with Kat Zingano. Did you always want to fight, like, since you were little? Growing up, was that something you wanted to be a part of in the MMA, the UFC? How'd you get into it? No. So I, ever since I was a little kid, like, I was always into sports. Um, They were my currency. So, like, Mm -hmm. if my parents, you know, needed me to do chores, they needed me to, like, you know, it, it wasn't about allowance. Like, I had to earn being in sports, which was, you know... A smart thing for them because it's really what smart. I wanted. Yeah. So I had to earn being in soccer. I had to earn being in swimming. I had to earn being in dancing. And it was really my outlet. I felt really shy, you know, and I didn't feel like I always knew how to talk to everyone or how to like just chime in in a group or, mm-hmm. you know, say the funny thing or do the thing. Like, but, you know, as soon as it came to picking teams, as soon as it came to like being on a field or being in a pool or being on a something like, that's where I knew how to how to talk. Like that's where I knew mm-hmm. how to move. That's the that was how I felt like I could communicate was through motion and being competitive and playing things. And um, from a really young age, I knew I really wanted to be a professional athlete. Like I wanted to grow up and play something for a living because I could play all day. I could play yeah. all day. Like I I, I love that. That was never worked for me. And right. um, that was the ultimate dream. Mm-hmm. MMA came very far down the line. I started wrestling when I was 12. That one was kind of a... With boys. Yeah, it was only boys. It was just me and only boys. And um, I really liked what wrestling was. It was really hard. It was your will against somebody else's will. I thought it was cool to be able to like compete against these people and these boys that are supposed to be stronger than me, bigger than me, faster Mm -hmm. than me. But because of it being a weight class, like we're the same. And, um, you know, not even the same where like I had these weird advantages in certain ways because like boys had always wrestled each other. So they know what boy bodies do, but a Mm -hmm. boy body against a girl body. Well, I've gone against a million of you, but (laughs) you haven't gone against a million of me. So when I'm super flexible or when I have this weird center of gravity or when I have this other intensity that, they they have to like immediately figure out or they don't figure it out um it it was a really fun game of chess for me did you feel like they automatically right when they saw that they were wrestling you they it they doubted you in the sense that they knew like um oh, i'm wrestling a girl i got this and oh, yeah. like all the time <laughs> I play futsal with guys and I'm always like the second I walk in the, the gym, I'm literally the only girl with blonde hair, blue eyes. Everyone's like Spanish. I'm the only girl. And um, I feel the same way when I walk in. It's like they're like, oh, girls on the field. Oh, my uh-huh. God. Like, great. Here we go. But then it like makes me so competitive. And I'm like, uh-huh. I'm going to show you what's up. So yeah. um, I was just curious if that's kind of like what you felt when you, you know, when the guy saw that he was <laughs> competing against you, if it was like, yeah. oh, this is you know, I'm going to win or what, how they felt yeah. or what you, what you felt them feeling, you know? Yeah. Even in the practice room, it was like, my goal was to make them forget there was a difference between us by the end of practice. Like it's either you, like, if you don't want to get awesome. caught by the girl, you better go hard. 
because yeah. <laughs> she will get you, you know? And it just, it was cool because it kept everybody on their toes. And then going a thousand percent at me made me right. have to learn, you know? Right. And so it was, you know, doing this elevation thing that was crazy. There was a boy, um, my dad was recording a match from the sidelines, went sidelines off the mat. Mm-hmm. And this boy knew he was going against me. And his dad told him like, you know, just go get it over with. Like, hurry up, go get it over wow. with. And my dad was like, yeah. <laughs> and I went out and, and I smashed him. And it, he came back and his dad was like, what the hell? <laughs> And the kid was no in way. trouble, you know? No way. Like, oh. You let a girl beat you. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That's hilarious. I That would make me so mad, but that would pump me up. Did your dad tell you that's what he said before going in or you had no idea? No, he told me later. Uh, oh, yeah. nice. Did you ever feel intimidated? Like, were you ever, like, questioning yourself, like, okay, I'm going against these guys. They're stronger in, in any way, like, just depending on who you're competing against or what? There was definitely guys that... I almost idolized too because they were guys that always got these cool moves or they always just like they'd go in and they'd they'd win everything, you know, and mm-hmm. and for me to have to go up against them, I, it's something I've had to work on in my own mind where I'm like, mm-hmm. man, I I can't beat myself before they beat me by, by saying they're as, like that much better than me. You know, that was something mm-hmm. that I'd go out and lose matches ahead of time because I would say like, oh, they're unbeatable, but like you know, that took a lot of work, but like mm-hmm. everyone's beatable, everyone. And, um, you know, I'd get intimidated. I was, I would almost give people too much respect where mm-hmm. I'd like freeze a bit. And it was something that I got to learn from and I had to learn from. And I really had to throw myself at people that were better than me in practices and training and like walk up, like, can I work with you guys? Is it right. okay if I partner <laughs> with you? And yeah. some of them were really cool about it. And they gave me respect. And they're like, damn, like, we're, we're us and she's her and she wants to work with us. Like, okay. Yeah. And then yeah, some like, of them were go. like, oh, this chick thinks she wants to work with us. Let's fuck her up. You know? Yeah. And then no way. And uh, well, the funny part is they none of them could get me to quit. Like, That's some amazing. Of them, the whole goal was to get me to quit, but they couldn't because I didn't, I didn't get it, you know. Okay, so you wrestling, you went all through high school wrestling boys. Yeah, yeah I went all through high school. I went, um, the, the they allowed four weight classes of women into the Olympics in 2004. And that was my ultimate goal. Once I knew that was happening, like, that was everything. I worked my butt off at that. I trained so hard. They had a couple of uh, programs that were Olympic hopeful programs for colleges. So I went That's to awesome. Cumberland College and McMurray College to go get ready. And then, you know, 2004 came along and I had some like big heartache with a friend, a a really close friend of mine was murdered. And Mm, it was just tough. And um, that year, I didn't, I don't think I knew really what depression was. Like, I didn't really know like what was like so heavy on me. And I was just wrestling different. And like my motivation was different. And I didn't go do what I was supposed to do in these Olympic trials. Like these girls that I had beat at all these other tournaments like they went on and they went to the olympics and they medaled and like i didn't even go you know and for me mma was like a second chance at Mm -hmm. me figuring out how to keep this going and like like how can i heal from this and get through this and like totally embrace it and look at it so i can like Mm -hmm. figure out what it is i'm going through so i at least know what to talk about or at least know what's to hand to like a counselor Mm -hmm. with me and you know deal with how to how to get through what I didn't get through and now Mm -hmm. this other chance at like a very high level very combative sport 
um, much like wrestling. I was in the highest level of wrestling you could get. And now, mm-hmm. I, you know, I worked myself up to the highest level of uh, MMA that you can get. And, you know, I had some very similar experiences in MMA where, you know, things turned really bad, really, really fast for me. And, and that first experience of wrestling and losing my friend and like how that just tanked my career, I had mm-hmm. to figure out a way for that not to do it again. And sometimes it feels like those are those moments where things happen for a reason. And you're like, this is what I learned from make that. You so or break you. Yeah. Here, you know? yeah, that's amazing. And I, I totally like resonate with that. And I'm sorry about your friend. I didn't have that happen. But just the ups and downs and the failures and the success. And like you learn, you always learn a lesson in your fail, more lessons in, in not, I don't even want to say failures, but, you know, not attaining the goals that um, you set for yourself. And the Olympics is so crazy. I don't think people understand it only happens every four years and it's like you miss that window it's like for soccer it's like once you're in your mid-30s like okay like you're probably if you're not there and you're not like one of the best on the team you're probably not like gonna make it you know Mm so you know they're always trying to turn over to the next younger generation so I totally resonate with that and I think that you're such an amazing role model to like take something in life that could break 99% of the people and you figured out a way to like reinvent your career in a way, which is really, really cool. And so you went from that and that's kind of what started your, like sparked your MMA career. Yeah. Wrestling ended in a way that I like now, you know, I wish I could have been like way more proud of it. Like, like there's wrestlers always like have this final match and they go leave their shoes out on the mat. And it's like this whole thing. Mm -hmm. And like, I didn't do that. I just like had my last tournament and I kind of was like, I don't know. You know, yeah. in the next couple of years, like, especially, like I said, my whole life I've been in sports and um, I always liked something to do. I always liked a goal or like something to make me exercise too. Cause mm-hmm. I'm not like a gym goer. Like I, I, yeah. I feel goal. like a yeah, dog, goal. Like, yeah. the ball for, ball for me, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I had a couple of years of, of being inactive and I felt like I didn't know what my purpose was. I didn't know what I was doing. I had my son and like, he was a huge, huge a motivator because I was like so stressed. I had my my newborn boy. I was going to school for something I wasn't sure I wanted to go to school for. Like I was mm-hmm. working all the time and I had this like trifecta of things I have to do, mm-hmm. but I didn't do anything that I want to do or that was like fulfilling me. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to say I don't want to, you know, but no, no. Yeah. You know, like sure. it's all ne- necessities. Like, but yeah. where was the hobby? Where was the goal setting? Where was just the like outlet? And I right. didn't have that. And so when he was about nine months old, I was like, I have to do something like I have to do because I think to be his best mom possible, I need a break. Like I to, need to go yeah. do something creative with my body and my mind or or I don't think he gets the best version of me he possibly can. Right. You know, so I, I went to like jazzercise classes. I, was I like, love was that fun? <laughs> I heard they're really <laughs> fun. Like that, that wasn't it, you know, but I was about to go. That wasn't it. And then um, I I went to, uh, I got talked into going to jujitsu, which is like the ground sport, you know, of, mm-hmm. of MMA. And I loved it. But at the time, I did not have very much money. You know, I, I was on my own with my son uh, and with a very little income and getting uh, welfare. Like, you know, it was mm-hmm. it was just making You're it just work. Making it. Yeah. You did whatever you could. Work. Yeah. And like very grateful for 
all of that, you know, but I mm-hmm. had, uh, I didn't have the money for jujitsu. It's like a white collar sport. You've got to pay mm-hmm. a large monthly fee and like wrestling costs like $52 a season. Jujitsu wow. costs like at the time, like $160 a month. And as wow. much as I liked it, I couldn't afford it. But what jujitsu did was show me, I need something that physical again mm-hmm. in my life. So I tried to go back to wrestling and I was still good, but it was like the spark was still gone. Like I didn't mm. go in and was like, yeah, like I want to do right. this again. I was like, uh, this is like still really hard, you know, mm-hmm. and still yeah. not like you're forcing it's not it. As fun. Yeah. I was yeah. forcing it. So I went yeah. back to jujitsu and I was like, I'll help teach classes in wrestling. If you want me to like, I'll, I'll clean mats, like whatever, you know, and then I, I gotta try to make it work. And so, you know, I, I made the payments. I, I, went to the classes I started competing and I was like loving it I was feeling good and then I'd go home and I had all this energy from my son even though mm-hmm. it was like a lot of energy to do that that energy like gave, that you energy. gave me yeah. more energy to be able to be like exactly what I wanted to be to him even right. though it was more on my plate you know mm-hmm. and then I would learn stuff and want to compete and see if I could do the stuff that I learned in an actual match. And then, you know, I'd build a bucket list of stuff like, oh, there's that move. Can I get that on somebody if they're trying to get me? Yeah, (laughs) let's find out, you know, and just constantly like experimenting with the sport like that. And, you know, eventually everybody kept seeing me win. I I got all the way up to um, I know I was the champion at 125 pounds, like ranked number one for a couple of years. And then I couldn't make that weight anymore. I was I was starving. Like I, it, it was too, like I'm five, six and I walk around like 150, 155, yeah. sometimes 160, depending on how much fun I'm having. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, to cut to 125 That's hard. a few times yeah. a year was really, really hard for me. And it was messing up my hormones. It was messing up my brain. Like, yeah, and, I can imagine. And working out that way, I mean, it's probably mm-hmm. so hard also right and then it takes away too from being yeah. the parent that i originally started this for now i'm grumpy right. all the time. you know i was like I yeah now you have zero energy yeah <laughs> no mm-hmm. way so how old is your son now he's 16 wow um and so obviously he saw you growing up he has seen you fight this whole entire mm-hmm. time um does he fight like do you when he was growing up was that something that you guys like did together was it something he wanted to do because he saw you do it he he grew up in the gym like his like I said he was like nine months old and, and you're bringing when him. when I started going to jujitsu you have no yeah, choice there was, there was days that I there was, yeah. I didn't have anything else to do or anywhere else to have him go so I'd bring him mm-hmm. of course you know yeah. and kind of like run off the mat make sure yeah. his toys are set like come yeah. on the mat like yeah. like just I know go there that. loaded with yeah. snacks yeah and all that and um yeah so he was around it forever he was crawling there walking there that's awesome and it, and it was a good thing and and he he did jujitsu he wrestles now he's a super good wrestler i actually I'm warmed sure. him up for no way. for his tournament this weekend and like you know broke your finger, finger did you him and, oh. is he good like do you like, he's really good that's this awesome. weekend he beat california is very very deep in in wrestling like it's it's a huge state and this in this weekend he beat or, or he went into overtime with uh the number 17 kid in the state wow and that's um, amazing yeah and he's still got a couple years uh of high school wrestling so he was pretty pumped and he's very humble about it he's shocked that he does oh. that good and i like that i like <laughs> yeah yeah i like that's it good. like that 
when I was growing up, my dad, if my guy friends came over, like my dad would teach them like how to fight a little bit. And Mm -hmm. his friend, when his friends come over, they're like, teach me how to do any wrestling or anything (laughs) like that. Do they ask you? Yeah, I I I love that. I've helped coach his his team a little bit, just like here and there. Whenever yeah. I see something that I think that that each individual kid would be good at, because they have like right. long arms or because they're funky or they're whatever, right? Um, I'll give them like things that I th- I think, and I'll work with them on it. Um, him and me wrestle all of the time. That's like, awesome. We're always in some kind of weird look at each other, <laughs> you know, or like, what yeah. you know, and it yeah. turns into something. But it's like how we hug almost, you know? Yeah. Um, it's That's so awesome. That's such a, an amazing way to like connect with like your son and have that bond that like is unbelievable. But then at the same time, it's like so good for him to be like active and into sports. And I love that so much. That's so awesome. Um, when he watches you fight in the UFC, which just for everyone that's listening, could you explain the difference of MMA and the UFC? So MMA is the sport. So MMA is mixed martial arts, which is like when you think of all the martial arts, like there's Kempo, there's karate, there's judo, like taekwondo, there's there's everything like that. There um kind of anything that you see in like Bruce Lee movies or like all of that, <laughs> yeah. like all of those martial arts, all of the ways of martial arts, the katas, like all of that. Um, and then there's more traditional sports that are not necessarily martial arts, but there's like boxing and there's wrestling. There's a Sambo, like, Mm -hmm. and the origins of MMA are people getting together and saying, like, wow, who do you think would win between, uh, for example, like, uh, Bruce Lee and Chuck Norris? Okay, Chuck (laughs) Norris is this kind of, like, background of martial arts, and Bruce Lee is this kind of background of martial arts. Wonder what would happen if they fought each other. So then you know on a real level you see okay this judo guy is amazing at judo and he's won world championships he's an olympian he's what do you think would happen between him and this boxer you know (laughs) where this person has no ground no throws and this person has no punching and no like defense stand up like like like, floyd mayweather and conor mcgregor yeah (laughs) throw them in a room together and let's see what happens and that's what mma is but as it goes it evolves where people are trying to learn more things. Like I just left wrestling practice later. I go to jujitsu and then tomorrow I go to kickboxing. And then the secret sauce to tie everything together is a good strength and conditioning program. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the extras like swimming and like breathing and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, jogging and all of that. So it all kind of fits into this recipe to get you ready. So people learn different disciplines to become their own mixed martial artist. And a lot of times it'll be a style matchup where like I would be primarily considered like a grappler wrestler, Mm -hmm. but I have good Muay Thai. I have good kickboxing Um, and, you know, where where you'd go against somebody like I think the next girl I'm going against, she is jujitsu judo. So we'll both be grapplers, you know. Can you give us her name or is it not out yet? I don't think I can give the name, but I can give you the date. The date is, is March 31st and it's here in san diego let's go that's awesome (laughs) yeah um wow that's gonna be so exciting um okay so so continue your so and then you have mma it's your okay so usc is the platform that brings in all of those martial artists to compete against each other so like what you saw where you sat there outside of a cage there's this huge octagon 
and someone comes in from the left and they have <laughs> their set of skills. They're, they're a mixed martial artist of their own. And then someone comes in from the right. So it's the blue corner and the red corner and they both have their own skills. And the cage is just to see what happens between this person and this person and they fight. So that's the platform of the business is called UFC. So okay. UFC is where it happens and mixed martial arts and MMA is what people learn. And then they go do it in that cage. Right. Okay. So now when you walk into the octagon and you're staring at the other person, like what is going through your mind as like the mentally you're completely focused on yourself or are you like, I'm going to fuck you up? Like looking at her across from where you're standing. <laughs> it, you know what? It can go, it can go anyway. I'll, some fights are completely different from others. And the only thing I know is that I know that I don't always know how it's going to be. You know, mm -hmm. I've walked out to fights before and been so grateful that like, like, cause training camp is so hard. It's just two a days every day. And if you're hurt, you're tired, you're sore, it doesn't matter. You still got to go and I mean, I, I know, you know, but yeah. like, it's, it's exhausting and it's, it's nonstop. Different, yeah. And if you don't do everything you're supposed to do, somebody will, you know, right. so you got to stay up, you got to stay going. And I've walked out before where I'm just so tired and I'm so done. And I'm just grateful that that part's over and this part gets to start. Right. But then that shift of the walk is like, oh, whoa, now this is, damn, like, this is scary. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was yeah, so no, focused we're on doing how this. hard that yeah. is, but yeah. And then, you know, you think it, it helps you be a little bit of a perfectionist. It helps me be a perfectionist because that walk out, I'll think about, did I do everything I could? Did I, mm -hmm. did I go as hard as I can? Did I miss anything? Did I, did I not try any day? Like, no, 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 no. Okay, then cool. I'm good. That gives you confidence. Yeah. Yeah. And you just know, you wonder how they did. And, and all mm -hmm. you can know is they're freaking out as much as you're freaking out. Right. Um, and uh, they might be injured. You might be injured. Like it's all secrets at that point. And all, and right. all like acting like you're good at that point, yeah. you know? <laughs> um. So if you had an injury in camp and you had a fight coming up, would it be, would it be like, not that it could stop you, but yeah, are you a hundred percent? No, but you, f you feel it, but you're not like, so limited where you're obviously going to still fight you have a date you're going to fight um would you go to the fight like you guys feel like you know maybe not 100 percent the day of your fight that really happens yeah i would bet everybody feels like 80 percent at really tops like it's very very hard to get through a training camp without an injury at least like a pinky toe or right, like something. a nose or like something you know there's always something very nagging going in like all you can hope is that it's not like a, a knee or a shoulder or a, a rib or something right and again all you can do is hope they have one too you know right. yeah <laughs> and do you have a whole like do you have a team that kind of helps all of your because training for UFC is like it, I relate it to soccer in a way like when I'm getting ready for preseason or going into like my next season like with that you know you say you know there's two days I'm taking off I want to make sure I'm doing every single thing right and if I don't do it I know someone else is doing it and I just want to you know come into um, camp the best possible form and feeling the best um, do you have a whole team to prepare like or help plan things like where your body's good and you know you're checking all of these boxes that uh, people are helping you kind of make sure you're in good form and and you know prepared in the best possible way 
Yeah, um, I have. So I have a manager who kind of overlooks making sure that I've done like the blood work and like all of the paperwork and everything that needs to be submitted to do it. And, you know, just making sure everything's okay and all the conversations are had so I don't have to like talk to people much. (laughs) Um, And then uh, like there's essentially a head coach that kind of makes sure that my schedule is right. So I don't have too many hard things in a row. Like it's like a really hard thing and then a less hard thing and then, you know, an easier thing and then a recovery thing and whatever. Um, But then I have all of the different disciplines of coaches. Like my, my judo coach couldn't teach me how to kick for sure. Mm. You know, my Mm -hmm. uh, swim coach has nothing, no, no knowledge of how to make me lift weights. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, so I go to about five different people um, wow. throughout the week that that's their craft and it's my job right. to put it all together in sparring and in the fight that's awesome um how much because I love swimming how much do you think swimming helps in your like obviously your endurance or just like breathing like you said like in between um in between the rounds how much do you think breathing and swimming helps that it's amazing like I I especially how I said with like walking out and the nerves that go into like the reality of what mm-hmm. you're about to do because like you do have to control your breathing if you want to do good. And the classes mm-hmm. that I do, they're called deep end fitness. And it's a lot of like, they'll drop 20 pound weights on the bottom of mm. a 15, 15 foot pool. And you have to go down and pick up the weights and walk down to the other end underwater. And no the beginning way. of it, they have you like m- last week, uh, last Wednesday, I held my breath for four minutes and 13 seconds no yeah and you have to oh. get like your head right for that you know uh, and okay that makes sense you have to stay calm and collected like while you're obviously not breathing so it kind of trains that mm-hmm. yeah like it's it's about talking to your body and like this you have to relax right now because if you don't you don't get you don't get the result you want mm-hmm. which translates to all of that you know mm-hmm. if I'm sitting panicking too much or let myself get too amped up like that's energy that's mm-hmm. energy that I don't get to use sure. anymore because I wasted it Right. You know, so those types of things and the breathing and the cardio from that are, are helpful with the endurance of things, too. That's so awesome. Um, Have you ever felt like you like did you ever drop the weight and you're like, I'm out like I'm going to die right now if I don't get air? Well, obviously, at the um, end of the, the like the time frame that you're like going, but I'm saying in the middle of it, where you're like, I'm just freaking out right now. I'm going to. I need to get air. Yeah, there, there. When especially when I first started, where I didn't know what I could do, and like mm-hmm. I don't, it, it's such a like vulnerable thing that and I know what they're telling me I can do but I also don't know them and I'm like well you don't know me so yeah like I don't know that I can stay here longer than a minute because if you're like I don't want to also let you down but at the same time I'm like I'm I'm scared and my life yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, so it it was just adding a little bit at a time and I think the thing that really made me feel know that I could do more was seeing somebody else do it when I was at a practice. Cause at the practice I go to, there's a, a lot of elite athletes. There's the, a bunch of Padres from the San Diego oh, cool. um, baseball team. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys, the, the pitcher um, Musgrove, he did four minutes and I was like, we can wow. do four minutes. <laughs> All right. Like I'm going to try, no try that too. <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah, it's interesting what, you know, someone says and you're like, there's no way I can actually do that. And then all of a sudden you do it and you're like, okay, like that's mm-hmm. such a, cool feeling um so 
your son, does he, I'm sure like just seeing what you put in and what you do like in everything like is helping shape him as like an athlete as well. Do you feel like Mm -hmm. that is relating to him in the sense where he's like, wow, my mom is one so fucking cool, but like, this is what it takes to get to the top. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I feel really fortunate that he is like similar to me. Like I know in like a lot of situations, like there's a parent that's at this got this drive in this way and their kid is different and it's hard to relate on it. I feel really uh, like fortunate that he sees, he likes training. He likes pushing himself. He likes seeing what he can do. He always wants like a new personal goal or a personal Mm -hmm. uh, thing he achieved. Um, And so he he'll come to practices that I can. The only problem is he like, he wants to work with me at like when I'm doing a professional level thing and he's like an awkward teenager like (laughs) that's bigger than me but in this like but also very like teenagers are just stiff and weird you know so I don't uh I don't always know how to work with him and if um you know if I accidentally get headbutted by him I get a lot more mad than if I accidentally get headbutted by like someone on my level (laughs) (laughs) then you really want to fight (laughs) yeah where I'm like I'm gonna kill you (laughs) I guess you had him in between like your kind of like career switch of wrestling and going into MMA and the UFC. Um, Did you always want to be a mom growing up? I did. I, I knew like, I knew I wanted family. Like I love closeness um, with people. I, 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 I'm not super extroverted. Like I'm more introverted and I like my time with like really close people. I'm not, Mm-hmm. I I get my rest from like you know being a homebody and chilling. Where I know some mm-hmm. people get their rest by like I just need to go like dance yeah, and no. party and interact. Yeah, I can't and, do that. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And um, so yeah, it's always been important to me. I I you know I was super super close with my mom, and my mom passed away. And so for me to have a son and mm-hmm. have that love for him and for him to to give me was like great Wonder. and felt like you know an extension of her almost you know. Oh, and um awesome. yeah he he's really sweet he's really cool you know he's he's been through a lot and uh we've been through a lot together and it just keeps us so close mm-hmm. he alludes sometimes to like what if he wants to grow up and be a fighter and man <laughs> it's one of those things where i'm like he's he's just really smart and it would be cool if he did something better with his brain and his drive <laughs> because you know there there are better sports to make better money at you know right MMA, mma is still working on that like yeah and i'm like professional athletes you know like but should he, be, um, yeah yeah but you know i i he does want to do the same thing he does want to play a sport and you know make money being an athlete when he grows up that's awesome um what do you think was the hardest thing after having him like getting back when it comes to like like in shape or just was there any doubt of like I mean, I had twins. So when I was at like 200 pounds, I'm like, I don't even know how my body's ever like how am I ever I was watching soccer. And I'm like, there's no way I can even run that fast or that for that long, like ever again. Did you ever like question if you'd ever be the same or get back to who you were as a wrestler or fighter or because I know you're in between careers, but yeah, just body fitness and, you know, sport wise. Yeah, for sure. Like I I always have needed like things in my life with consequences. Like I like, I like having goals that like 
could I, as much as it sucks like i hate i hate losing and it makes you feel right. terrible but those are also what are catalysts to make you work really hard and i like for to work sure. hard and i remember after having him and it was like yeah you can't do sit-ups for a while you like not that i was running around doing sit-ups <laughs> right. you know, but, <laughs> but you were limited that, but um yeah. just it just felt like my life had gone from being able to be so free and so active and, you know, sleep in as whenever you want, yeah. go places whenever you want. And, um, you know, I, like I said, I, I saw all these people from wrestling, like, like the show went on without me, you know, I, mm -hmm. I didn't achieve what I thought I could have achieved or what my goal was to achieve. And, you know, it was like, this wasn't the plan, you know, now mm -hmm. I'm at home with a baby going to school, like, uh, with food stamps and paying for a community college for a, a degree. I don't know that I want, but everyone in my right. family goes to college. Everyone in my family is like established. And I feel like I did this in the wrong like order, mm -hmm. but I, you know, here I am. And, mm -hmm. um, I, I didn't know how to, how to figure out who I was like this, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that was the thing that started like just really getting to me was I felt like like my kid isn't getting the version of me that I that I thought I could give him because I feel worn out because I'm only doing things that are hard and only doing mm -hmm. things that are stressful um, and make me have to grind in a way that it's like not the grind I like. Like homework right. is not my thing. Like I don't love, yeah. homework, you know, <laughs> and like me just chasing around a, a toddler you know, crawling everywhere. isn't fulfilling. Yes. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and, you know, working a job that I never expected. I'd just be sitting there like cocktail waitressing or like, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, this is just not what this I thought. This isn't I me. Doing. Yeah. Right. But like no judgment, it was fine. And it, it was exactly where I needed to be in my life at that time. It was just like, I did all of that for this. You know, I, right. I worked all of my, my ass off. Like I felt like I lost my community because wrestling is such a family. Mm -hmm. That's what everyone did every weekend, you know, and mm -hmm. now no one reaches out because they're still doing it, you know, and yeah. I'm over here like not. Right. And, um, yeah, I, I knew I needed something like I didn't know how to relate. Like I felt like I wanted to be friends with moms, but I also was like a weird mom because I came up <laughs> wrestling boys, you know, yeah, yeah. and like, I don't like, yeah. I feel like I didn't always know how to talk. Right. right? And it brought me yeah. back to that time in my life. Like I said, when I was a kid and I, I just didn't always know how to relate outside of sports because mm -hmm. it was like, like, I don't know what to say. I don't like, you know how to be funny right now. I right. don't like, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I knew I needed to join some kind of community of people that I could like try to fit in. And, and that probably meant having to do something physical, which is right. again, why I went and I was like, let me try a dance class. All right. Let me try jazzercise. Let me try mm -hmm. these things. And, um, you know, I liked them. It was good to get out of the house and do something. But I, I, you know, I didn't realize that I needed something like significantly more intense for me to right. get that like ugh, off of me so I could go right. home and be like, my baby. You know? Yeah, that's exactly yeah. how I feel like when um, I was like even in the day today, like I, ha I haven't got to the gym yet because I was with the babies in the morning and then we're doing this and then I'm going to go to the gym after this. But until I go to the gym and get that workout in, I'm like. I feel so like I'm just like a different person. So I totally understand how how that feels and that must have felt. Um, and I think it's really cool that you were like, no, this isn't what I want to do. And I want to be the best version of myself for my son. Um, and some for some moms, 
like chasing around a baby is their best job in the mm-hmm. whole world. And that's great. That I think everyone's so individual, but um, also I think I agree, like and relate to the fact that, yeah, it's, it's just not enough. Like, I don't want that to be just what I'm doing is like nonstop baby mode. And like, yeah, mm-hmm. like, you know, hanging out with other moms and like, they don't, under, they're like, why do you need to go to the gym? And I'm like, well, this is my job. You know, this is my job. I have to go to the gym. I have to do like, this is what I need to do. Like, and this is what fulfills me. So I think that's, um, yeah, like, I think it's really cool. And that's kind of like what pushed you to find, um, you know, what you're into now. Um, like, is there an age range that you think that people view, like, okay, this is your prime, and then do people start saying, okay, like, well, she's getting older, he's getting older in wrestling. Is there, like, a age period that you're, like, or uh, that is, like, your prime time that people are starting, like, oh, like, you know, you start hearing, like, oh, you're getting older or whatever? Well, bo- both, really. But the problem, the thing that I see that is kind of, it's, like, a little baffling to me is that and it's it's across society like i feel like it is it's to everyone is that people see a woman mm-hmm. and getting in her late 30s into her 40s and and they want to throw this like shame on like oh you're in your 40s like you're you're unwanted like you're over the hill you're not you're not useful you're whatever and it's mm-hmm. like it's very weird to me because i i feel great and like I'm, I'm in this, these practices, I'm in these matches with girls. Some of them could probably be half my age right now, or even in their prime. And I'm still throwing them around like, like, however I want. And Mm -hmm. we came up from very different things. Like, like these girls have had other girls to train with and these like coaches that were very supportive of them being there. And all of these teams that were like, how can we help? How can we help? I didn't have that. I had to fight to belong in the room. Like, like if I got hurt, people were like, oh, see, that's why girls shouldn't be here. You know, meanwhile, the guy next to me just got hurt in the same way. He's a badass. Right. You know, and I I had to hide injuries. I had to hide, you know, things because like I'm fragile if I get hurt. But, you know, that it just happens if it's this person. And so it's these different generations. Like, I don't know what it's like to come up in these hard ass sports completely supported. You know, I I had to do everything the hard way. And I'm really, really grateful for it. But like, it also creates a different, different type of athlete where like, Mm -hmm. I, I can still go balls to the wall, I can I can do what whatever I want to to most people right now, and I still can. And and um, I've only lost a few fights mm-hmm. out of all of it, and and a few of them. I mean, I the the big ones that I lost, like I really had a hard time recovering. When like my husband died in 2014, my son's father, mm-hmm. um, he committed suicide, and it, it. I I don't know how that wouldn't screw some somebody up, you know. And he was my coach. So oh my to, gosh. to lose that. to have to fight less than a year later, it was really tough on me. It was hard because I, you know, I didn't hear him. He wasn't there. I had. How to, did you do that? That's. I'm sorry. I did That's it. Amazing. I did what you I did could, it. but it didn't yeah. have me winning every time. Right. I lost. I lost. I think. Did you think about maybe I shouldn't fight, or you're like, no, I'm going to do this for him? Like, what was your kind of mindset there? That. 
that was that was the question you know that mm-hmm. was the thing is it was like can i do this rather without him like do i want to do it without him yeah but what it brought me back to every time was like i said my friend that died when i was in right there in wrestling mm-hmm. like right there right about to go mm. to the olympics and she died in a similar way you know i mean she was mm-hmm. she was murdered but she was making really bad choices and it was like this whole mm-hmm. thing and and that crushed me you know and mm-hmm. I was like I have to figure out how to get through this one and mm. not and would I have been able to if I didn't have my son watching I don't know I could have right. I could have taken all of that and just disappeared just became an alcoholic just sat in right my basement yeah. I don't know got a tent most downtown. people probably would you know <laughs> which is I, amazing like, that you continued but if I'm not okay how do, how am I going to expect my kid to be okay like what mm-hmm. he's going to be the strong one about this you know, right. and it was really, really hard. It was hard because I was, you know, I could feel the will in me and the depression in me the same way I felt it then. Mm. And there was this feeling in me where I was like, just don't let it get you again. Don't let it get you again. No, it was like a fight between right. me and me. Right. And then I still had to go out and perform, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I still had to go out and compete. That. And a couple of the times, like I, I just didn't snap out of it. Like I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't those- blame you. I don't blame you at all that I couldn't imagine going through that and then having a fight, especially your coach that like, that's the voice you hear. That's the someone you get confidence and comfort from in that moment, you know, and, and just trust in. And I could not imagine. I literally wish we can just take those losses off because they don't even count. That's what I think Yeah. <laughs> for you to push through that in those moments is like probably the strongest and the hardest thing like at the same time that I've ever heard of. And I just hearing that is unreal. And so you should be really proud of yourself. (laughs) You should be. Yeah, you should. It's amazing. Um, And I'm sure your son has learned so much and he's like, yeah, you've been probably the best role model possible, not just for him, but so many people and, and fans and other athletes and fighters that go through things. It's like, well, if she can, do this than I can too. Thank you. Well, that's unbelievable. I'm so excited for your mm-hmm. next fight. I'm really excited. I'm gonna um for sure be watching March 31st. Yeah, and it's, said, it should San be Diego. for the title too. It should be for the 145 pound title. Well, that's unbelievable. Um, what is your mom goal for the week? My mom goal for the week. Hmm. So I, we've kind of gotten in the habit of like amazoning our groceries it was like a a a habit we picked up during covid because you know having your groceries delivered and and recently my son has been wanting to like learn more about cooking and so i want to go to the actual grocery store and act like (laughs) a shopper and like go shopping and like teach him to pick out what good vegetables are and like which like what tomatoes to get what avocados to get and have him plan a meal and um like oversee it but have him like do it cook the meal and uh you know maybe start doing that like one day a week where he gets to like throw down and learn something but we actually go to the store for it i don't want to amazon i, I, I want to so hard yeah. not to <laughs> do <laughs> that's awesome um, it's fun. When you go, I always am glad we went. Every time we yeah. go to the store, I'm glad we went to the store. But right. I forget that I forget that I like it. <laughs> so <I'm> <laughs> Just sounds yeah, it's too much energy, and all of a sudden they're like, okay, this is cool. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, Kat. It was so yeah, awesome talking you. to you. Yeah, you too.
That was such a great chat with Kat Singano. She's so impressive. I'm super excited for her fight March 31st. My mom goal for this week is to start packing my baby stuff because we're moving to New York in two weeks. Talk to you next week. This has been Mom Goals with Ali Long. Please like, rate, and review. Mom Goals is a gallery media group production.